Coming up on this episode of the Mario Rosenstock podcast. I did a story 2016 and it's CERN basically going, sorry, we're after uh, sending us into a parallel dimension. And I think that's real because since 2016, just things just seem to be gone. Right. Is this reality? How is it just everything's just since Trump's been elected, the world has just gone off in this tangent and it's just like you can't write it. On this episode of the Mario Rosenstock podcast, I meet the man behind Waterford Whispers News, Colin Williamson. If you're not familiar, Waterford Whispers is a satirical news site, a bit like The Onion in the US, and it's made quite its mark since Colm set it up in 2009, garnering international attention, no less, and viral popularity many times over. Some of the stories are just plain fun, but some are doing their bit to hold people and institutions in powerful positions to account when Colm and the team feel it's needed. And so, as you might expect, they've got into a bit of hot water on occasion. But Waterford Whispers News is still going strong, and Colm is here to tell the tale of how an idea he had just after he found himself unemployed back in the recession of 2009 has grown into a comedy institution in Ireland, and all the highs and lows that came along the way. I couldn't think of anything. It was a Monday, I was like, oh, well, I put out this one. North Korea lands the first ever man on the sun. Next thing, it just went crazy. Like, I mean, the servers just stopped working and then we started getting attacked by uh, servers in in Korea (laughs) and it was like literally they were attacking us trying to, to pull down the thing. New Year's night where all the kids are sitting down and you're you're always sitting down oh god look at this now the New Year's coming in yeah. Middle Ireland sitting there sure. you know, eating their potatoes whatever and next thing uh, God's been arrested is literally a video of him going it was 2000 years ago man it was 2000 and then he spits in the ground and yeah. he's you know so it, was, it worked well in their live show everyone loved it but obviously there's a time and a place it's in good form. Waterford accents. It was a good one. Yeah, Dwayne Clinker. Like Clinker's dog like this. You know what I mean? He's from John's That's Park. Right, like, you know what you're talking to me, old boy. You know. and, and they don't say fuck him. They say footing. Yeah. A lot of them say footing. You're footing. Footing. F- footing kicking the boy. Kicking footing head off. No, you know, yeah. And Colm and his team have just published their 10th book, would you believe? Waterford Whispers News 2023. It's a hardback annual, satirising all of the big news stories of the year, and it's a perfect stocking filler if you, like me, are still traipsing around the shops looking for inspiration for Christmas gifts. My full chat with Colm will be coming up in just a couple of minutes' time, but as it's one of our last podcasts of 2023, we thought we'd dip back into the archives, pull out one of our favourite comedy sketches of the year. It's David McWilliams, and my sketches featuring David get by far the most reaction from you. Lots of emails about him. So here's the one with David reminiscing about his school days in Dawkey. Uh, re- ready to go, David? All set, John. Yeah. Ready to Back go. Back to school vibes, okay? Great stuff. Yeah. I've got some lovely stuff. Keep it nice and light now, okay? Yeah. We'll do. Yeah. We're doing great. Okay. Lock and load. How are you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. It's podcast time again. And it's back to school vibes, folks. And it feels like back to school, doesn't it, John? Don't know about you. I got the fear already, David. And you know, school, in a sense, is a great analogy for the economy, John. Yeah. You have your SWATs and your DOSers. You do. Your professional classes, your trades classes. Brilliant. And unemployed, as it were, all within the same class. You do. I'd say you were a bit of a SWAT when you were in school, were you, David? No, 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 no. On the contrary, John, (laughs) Ah, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember it well. Yeah. I remember it well. 1983 it was. What's going on? In the dorky tech. Sorry, you were in Blackrock College, David. And there I was at the back of the class. Wood, 
Cork, Cork I think it was, with Mixer Foley oh, no. and Snatcher McGee sniffing glue down the back. Who the hell is Snatcher McGee? And didn't the teacher come down to us and shout, McWilliams, oh. put down that, you who fucking glue. You're embarrassing. And there was Mixer with his head in the plastic bag out of his tits on sure the old You're deluded, and Snatcher David. McGee firing up an eight ball in the corner. And I told ball. the teacher, you... Fuck off! Ah, listen, David. He gave the bollocks an awful head, but good luck. <laughs> thrashed the whole place with a compass. I'm I did. Off to and I ended up doing two years in St. Pat's Juvenile Home for scobes. Oh, <laughs> those were our fucking days, weren't they, John? John. <laughs> And we'll be delivering more of our favourite comedy sketches and interviews um, from the podcast down your chimney between now and the new year. So keep an eye out right here on this podcast channel for those. Something to keep you company as you're out walking off all that Christmas turkey, mince pies and vino. But let's cross right over to Colin Williamson now. The man behind the Great Waterford Whispers news. Colin kicked off by talking about how he came up with the name in the first place. I suppose it was from Chinese whispers. Um, I was doing stories kind of uh, satirising, parodying the local newspapers like uh, Munster Express. Uh, Waterford News and stuff. Real local stuff, you know. Yeah. And um, I just started doing it on, on my own Facebook and then I didn't really have a, a name. I was there, oh, because I'm, I'm kind of bending the truth a little. I, I said, ah, Chinese whispers, Waterford whispers. Mm. There we go. So I, I, that's that's where it came from. And what had you been doing before that? Uh, I was a bar manager. Uh, I was working in Dunleary, uh, Monkstown. Uh, oh, I w- where? I was um, Goggins. Yeah. My local? No way. Goggins was my local growing up. Uh, you were in Longford Terrace, I, I was in Longford Terrace. I used to live in Longford Terrace as well. Uh, uh, so you, you would have lived with Ian Nocter. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Ian for a while Ian uh, so we were in 22 Longford Terrace for a bit uh, I was in 22 Longford Terrace I know yeah you so you been, lived in the same uh, you would have been below me I'd say now we're not at the same so, time so did you lived in the same house as me same house oh god that's a story <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I know that from Ian because yeah. uh, I had the same conversation with Ian yeah. uh, but uh, then after that I, I was kind of working in um, customer service yeah uh, I was in NTL I was in AOL <laughs> I was in all those conduit all these weird places and then uh, I said feck this I'm going to change career and went into the bar business and I had a bet with my mate and I said I'm going to be a manager within two years and I bullshitted my way (laughs) into it didn't know how to pull a pint I started in Walters in Dunleary loved Walters Vincent Brown's favourite bar was it? yeah well he loves going in there I've met him in there a couple of times no way he'd often go in there yeah and he'd sit in the corner Ah. and uh, and, uh, love Vincent Brown love him uh, yeah, I remember he, the reason I, I I did a series of sketches on his TV show in around 2010, 2011, yeah. and 2012, where I was kind of taking the piss out of Vincent and a lot of the politicians. And the place he asked me to do it was in Walters. Oh, wow. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you come on my radio show on RT Radio 1? And I went, I couldn't be arsed going on RT. I prefer to go on your TV show and take the piss out of you. Yeah. And I yeah. had a couple of pints. So he, he was this extraordinarily frisky young man. I was pushing himself upon me. And wow. uh, yeah, so uh, it was in Walters that happened. Brilliant. Mm. Love that bar. Yeah. You're, in, you're doing this, the rounds of the bars and mm. management and all this. And did your colleagues know you as the sort of funny one or were you or, or yeah, was it would, a smart ass? I would have been a smart. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, working in the bar brought me out of my shell especially Dublin bars because mm. I'm from you know Tip and I would have been quite you know I would have been funny but I've been in on myself and mm. working in a bar in 
you know, Dublin really drags it out of you. So you're you're on you're on show then, I suppose. After you know, you you cut your teeth a bit and you get kind of comfortable. Uh, you're 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 basically on stage then in a bar, you know. Yeah, so um, uh, it was good fun. I loved uh, parodying the characters that came into the bar, and I would have had a lot of you know, I'd be pretty good at impersonations yeah. too, you know, and uh, just kind of taking the piss that way and stuff. So yeah. in other words, some of the regular customers you do them behind their back and absolutely, stuff and, and yeah, you do you do sell the other customers to some other customers and then they'd be like oh do the thing and uh, show them your impression yeah. you're like no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah so it was a lot of that yeah uh, and what was the kind of the turning point where you said forget forget this I'm going to do this I'll tell you it's my son was born 2008 and I said he's not going to have a Dublin accent we're moving to Tremor which is a better accent of course uh, <laughs> uh, so we, we moved to Tremor 2008 on the yeah. way down uh, Lehman Brothers News was on the radio I was there ah, sure that's not going to affect anyone is it <laughs> and then within months it was just like a ghost town yes. like everywhere everywhere just but, turned overnight like. but as you say though I remember in 2009 I remember we went down to do an outside broadcast um, in, in Waterford back to my hometown mm-hmm. and I remember being taken aback by uh, how run down oh, it was I mean yeah. the shops were boarded over yeah, yeah. there was that sense of yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a ghost town. Yeah, and, and I was looking at Waterford, going, "Jesus Christ, this yeah. is where it's got to." Waterford was particularly hardly affected. Well, I, it was. It's always kind of. I I think it's it's always misrepresented. It misrepresented. Uh, you know, on government and stuff. It's always have been. It's always been hard done by. I think, uh, and people are very skeptical then when new things arise, like the North Keys. Everyone is like, "Ah, no, that's not going to happen at all." By do you know what I mean? To be like. Uh, it's, Clamel as well. I, I used to live in Clamel, so uh, yeah, all those kind of towns in the southeast region r- really took it hard, you know. And uh, there was a lot of anger, a lot of very angry people. And that's kind of how Waterford Whispers uh, took off, is because I was hitting on things that were local, you know, uh, that happened in you know the council stuff and Carry on, know, yeah. gov- government and all that kind of thing. So it just you know it, it resonated with people uh, that you know I was doing something kind of highlighting the issues. Uh, of the locality uh, and you know the government and what the the inaction of the government and that kind of thing you know so it started a bit from a point of view of anger oh pure anger but also but also local as well because I think uh, Patrick he was my producer was was, was, we were talking about it we were talking about possibly one of your first kind of angles was like the locality, the yeah. local lads. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You call them the session heads. Session heads, yeah, so Tell yeah. us about those lads. So, so session heads then is, uh, started that uh, a bit later, I think, but uh, it's basically a load of kind of, they're, <laughs> they're drug dealers, more or less. They're local, uh, yeah. Local, local lads, dealers, yeah. yeah, local lads, but they, it's in good form. Waterford accents. They was a good one, Do we have clinkers? Are clinkers dogs like this? You know what I mean? He's from John's That's Park. Right, like, you know what you're talking to me, And they don't say fucking, they say footing. Yeah. A lot of them say, Footing, you're footing, 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 kicking the wall back, kicking, footing head off. No, you, yeah. oh, geez, and, and you're talking about fellas getting job, jobs and stuff in, in factories and stuff like that, you know. That's it, and, that's and, it. Like, yeah. They're a bunch of fucking footing, footing here. I have a clip here. Oh, you've I have a clip here of the session heads there now. So here we go. This is this is this is Colin Williamson's session heads. Fuck's sake, clinkers. Robbie's after getting a footing job. 
A job. You just have to fucking get in the job, he said. A fucking job. You better be fucking joking. Don't, don't fucking... He's got a job in the fucking factory. Don't be fucking winding me up news here. I'm telling you now. Fucking think he'd say. Think he fought in Warners or something. That's fucking cat boy. Who's going to play the dicks? That's it. Never fucking see him again now. That's him. He's gone for fucking life now. He'll be in, in there for fucking life now. He will, yeah. You better off going to fucking jail. You better off going to fucking prison. That fucking shit boy. Then you know. He didn't even fucking Warners or nothing. When do you ever see them anymore? They're all gone when they get the factory jobs. They're fucking gone. That's the fucking door crowd, dude. Breaking up fucking... Breaking up friends is all they're doing, you know, eh? Fucking getting people jobs and everything. Fucking factories ruin lives, boy, I tell you. You see him down fucking town now, next watching you wearing fucking new runners and fucking new clothes and everything, man. You won't even want to fucking is know you. Is it long, is it? Is it boshing long? Uh, Marco as well. Fucking same thing. Got a job in fucking bosh. Next thing ah. you see him on the street wearing these fucking brand new fucking runners and all the fucking tops and everything new as, yeah. You can't just fucking you, you can't just fuck off like that. Did he end up drinking in Jeff's next? The fucking factories, boy. They're the detective of everything they are, yeah. That's it, now. He'll be out in the old rewards. He's getting the fucking 150 coke now, yeah. Our stuff won't be fucking good enough for him now. Yeah, yeah. He'll be fucking ring the factory now and tell him he's fucking a druggie, yeah. Fuck him. There'll be the one fucking lift. <laughs> Session heads. So Sessions. these would be if 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 Dunbelievables were a bunch of cokeheads. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dunbelievables are going into the sweet shop, going, "Give us an eight ball, yeah, yeah." Speckle Mitzis. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah. So, so it's got it started local and then you expanded the... the yeah. So, so obviously you were doing some videos. Videos. Some, uh, some I, audio. I, I, yeah, so um, I suppose Whisper, Whispers was the, the, the start of it and then uh, when I started doing Session Heads then it was more like uh, I, I just done one video at the start for Session Heads and then uh, I, on my personal page again put it up and woke up the next day it was like 20,000 views it's mm. like Jesus right and they're like more more so I started very similar to an, another man who appeared on this um, podcast Tony Kelly oh Tony yeah yeah. so I was in the film with Correct. Tony yeah, and Tony yeah. made the hurler yeah. and, and, I, and Tony asked me to be in the hurler as well yeah. I spent to a load of other people and we all just yeah. went yes That's brilliant. And it was yeah. great because he was great because Tony did it all himself a lot of energy a yeah. lot of energy and yeah. Tony of course had, had spawned this kind of Waterford fella uh, in Waterford and he had done some videos as mm-hmm. well on YouTube and mm-hmm. they had gone blown up as well yeah yeah no he's brilliant uh, and great fun working on that Mm. Uh, it's great. great you should go see the movie I think it's still still playing in some cinemas in Waterford mm. uh, yeah, really good uh, good crack uh, yeah yeah so same thing you know it's it's just like the, you know resonating with the Waterford audience and then just kind of building it out that yeah. kind of way you know so then Waterford Whispers turned into this um, sort of online magazine mm-hmm. uh, a bit like uh, a bit like a kind of a, a, a Phoenix on steroids yeah uh, <laughs> steroids, uh, uh, but yeah. also th- th- I mean Phoenix with all due respect to it seems to have you know it's 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 always concentrated more on politics and uh, it, it's it's in a way it's stuck in a certain time and place yeah and I think perhaps Watford Whispers has taken that a little bit forward yeah and, yeah. and kind of uh, you know more mirrored the kind of world we're living in at the moment particularly yeah. with its satirising of the media and the way the media works as well mm-hmm. a bit like mm-hmm. The Onion in, 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 in America exactly so yeah. uh, and of course this kind of the the media uh, technology was changing as well, mm-hmm. so you could really yeah. amp that up. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I think it was was it. Was it was it was it, you had a bit of a, an early success with the North Korea thing? Yes, yeah, so tell our listeners about two, that one. Two thousand and fourteen. Mm. Uh, so um, I I was 
skating away at this thing for since 2009 I started Whispers and I was just kind of again doing the local stuff and, blah, blah, blah. and then uh, I hired on uh, another guy uh, Carl uh, so we for about six months we were working you know, we weren't making any money on it. So uh, I, I had this thing in my drafts and I said, I couldn't think of anything. It was a Monday. I was like, oh, well, I put out this one. North Korea lands the first ever man on the sun. I said, right. And this is at the time when North Korea stories were going vi- viral because, you know, they're so batshit fucking crazy. And uh, I said, right, OK, throw it out anyway. Next thing took off. And I, you can track you can track the, you know, the hits and stuff. So it went huge in, you know, Eastern Europe. I was like, okay, next thing, Singapore. Next thing, it just went crazy. Like, I mean, the servers just stopped working. And then we started getting attacked by um, uh, servers in, in, in Asia, in North, in Korea. <laughs> and it was like, literally, they were attacking us, trying to, to pull down the thing. So they did, they, they succeeded. They, the, the website was down for a week. Uh, but and luckily, another... Uh, well, was it down for a week? Down for a week, yeah. And, we and that was and that led to a DNS attack. And that led to a headline, of course, in North Korea's uh, media, which went Kim Jong Un, you know, single handedly brings down a website in <laughs> yeah. Waterford with his own finger. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. Um, so you, yeah, uh, so, so they so, brought it down for a week. Okay, a week. Yeah. So uh, CNN picked it up as real, lively, like loads of loads of different publications, ah, and it, it, they all thought it was actually something that the the central news yeah. agency said. You know, which and was. that of course increased your readership by by uh, a lot. I think uh, half a million you said. Oh, it was straight. Like, I mean, within, within a, even our site was down, but it was the social media, like Facebook especially, it was just like, oh, what's Waterford Whispers? What's Waterford yeah, Whispers? Yeah, so was that yeah. your early sense of, mm. Jesus, we are somebody. Oh, it worked. Okay. <laughs> like, it was five years now I'm at this, at this yeah. stage, you know, and I'm like, what? It was a hobby. And then, when that happened, then I was like, okay. And then I seen the numbers because you, you get paid then per click through Google, mm. you know, for the ads and stuff. And I seen there was like five grand there. I was like, whoa, okay. okay. There's money in this. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's let's and try and work on continue it. with that money. Because yeah, well, everybody needs to be paid. Yeah. And then I had to go to the dole because obviously got a load of money now. And I was like, okay, I have to do something here. I'm getting paid. I, you know, no fault of my own. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting paid. So they helped me uh, start a business. You became uh, one of those pricks that the session heads hate. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that fucking getting a job now. New and shoes. he's worse than those fuckers in the factory. He's one of them <laughs> tech fuckers. One of them tech head bro fuckers. That's and he's worse than them even. He's one of them security fellas. Fellas, I think he's fucking. That's it. So Waterford Whispers kind of kicked off then, if you like. Yeah, it did. Uh, And then um, another guy came along, Jerry, Jerry McBride. And uh, Jerry's great, comedian as well. So the three of us then, we said, right, okay. You, Carl and Jerry. Me, Carl and Jerry. There's three of us. And um, let's let's just keep doing this. You know, uh, let's make a structure. Let's make a plan. And it just kept growing and growing. And then there was one hit after another and things just kept going viral. Twitter, Twitter, of course, was helpful for you because because of the short form of Mm -hmm. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, the one thing we all love about Waterford Whispers, uh, whether down. we whether we click on the yeah. site or not, and let's face it, mm-hmm. because we're such idiots these days, we don't click on everything. Yeah. But we do see your first thing, and that's the headline. The headline. It's the hook, yeah. That's and the headlines are hilarious. The, it's so, uh, we know we know at this stage. Say to each other in the room. It's, it's ninety nine percent people won't click in, but you know it's, it's <laughs> true. It's true. Vegetables. It's, it's like vegetables one, won't click no, in, won't. but they like the headline. I love that. They wouldn't even read it. I you know. know. Uh, Did you see that, Dale? Morning. No, I didn't want to read it either. Did, did you read the story? No. <laughs> no. It took like an hour to write. But it was hilarious. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of Photoshop. And uh, yeah, it is the hook. The hook is trying to get people in and yes. click in, you know, yes. uh, to you know, so we can make money. But uh, yeah. those days are gone. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, a labour of love, really. It uh, is. Yeah.
Another thing that's interesting about satire and comedy, mm-hmm. um, people, for example, will go, fucking RTE in comedy. Yeah. Well, RTE only try one comedy every 30 years. And they get slated and when for you, it. And no, yeah, but when, 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 when the hit rate of comedies in, in, in New York yeah. or uh, ABC or CBS is about 30 to 1, mm-hmm. well, then what chance do we have? Yeah, comedy true. is yeah. hit or miss. Yeah. And it's very unlikely that something you know, hits. You have to do five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. It's hard, a hard thing to Even do for RTE. Successful yeah. ones like hugely successful ones like Cheers and everything yeah. they're, they're flukes because remember the first or second season of Cheers it was plum last in the yeah. ratings okay. nobody was watching it really and yeah. it was a complete accident it was, I loved it yeah, yeah, it, was, it was a complete accident it was, it, was, it was taken on for the third season and it was then it was done but it was about to be axed oh. and all that sort of stuff okay. um, so so Comedy, you have to try over and over again. You have to mm-hmm. fail before you succeed. Yeah, yeah. We like we done. We've done a couple of things at RT. Um, famously, was the last time was um, <laughs> a New Year's Eve thing where yes. we had uh, a, a sketch that we had from our live show, yes. which was based on the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And it, was a, it was a condensed version of yeah. that. Uh, it should have been the full sketch because it would have made more sense. But it was basically God getting arrested for impregnating a two thousand uh, a two thousand year old Me Too case where God uh, was arrested for impregnating a a young Middle Eastern yes. migrant against her will and I had God being arrested outside uh, a video of God being arrested outside Waterford Court so that that took off uh, you know that got a lot of bad press obviously in fairness, there's a lot of fellas that look like Jesus down in Waterford oh yeah so Gino poor Gino uh, Kevin I ran Gino thanks for doing that but he, he got an awful time after that but not to compare uh, yeah. stuff that you do with anybody else but mm. it, that would have been you know celebrated had it been done by the Onion yeah no no we got 5,000 complaints most of them yeah. from the US funnily enough uh, there was 200 people outside RTE with uh, Holy Mary statues and there was Garda presence trying to stop them yeah so Dave it, McSavage it, would have killed you for that kind of uh, for that kind of publicity oh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 did you not see what they were doing to me man <laughs> they were all against me Dave nobody was there everybody thought your comedy was good oh yeah nobody was giving out about it Dave no man there were like 200 people with placards Dave all there right. were nobody with placards RTE actually really liked your show oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> I love this show. I love exactly. Savage. I got it. Not only show. did you love his show, yeah. I loved his show. Mm. RTE loved his show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. Yeah. But so my good. point is that, like, not all um, edgy comedy is uh, thrown out the door yeah. or issued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we got thrown out, though. We got pretty much. Oh, uh, yeah, you yeah. got slammed for that one. <laughs> but, but, but what, um, taking, just taking their side for it, if mm. you could put yourself in the oh, yeah. shoes for a minute. Uh, absolutely. Try and, try and be. Oh, I see it. I what, see. what do you see? Well, I see it was on at the wrong time. First of all, it was uh, uh, New Year's night when all the kids are sitting down and you're, you're always sitting down. Oh, God, look at this now. The New Year's coming in. Yeah. Middle Ireland sitting there, sure. you know, eating their potatoes, whatever. And next thing, uh, God's been arrested for, uh, you know, and he's like, he's, he's literally a video of him going, it was 2000 years ago, man. It was 2000. And then he spits in the ground and yeah. he's, you know, so it, was, it worked well in our live show. Everyone loved it. But obviously there's a time and a place. Well, is that it, though? I mean, is mm. that is, is, is it just that it, you, f- you feel from their point of view it was regarded as bad taste uh, no obviously there was a, it was a very strong uh, Catholic kind of you know it, it, the, the Archbishop of what's his name Ryan he was he, once he started tweeting about it mm. and saying how disgusting it was you know everyone everyone's going to jump to the bishop you know the Archbishop so uh, it took off yeah I can see yeah, I can see why but like but what's the point they're making I mean is it, both, is it blasphemous is it blasphemous yeah. I mean what's blasphemous mm, exactly. I mean this is satire. We're we're satirizing Correct. the fact that he, you know, he impregnated impregnated a, you know, Middle Eastern migrant mm. two thousand years ago, mm. and that the, the whole point of that was like, 
the Me Too movement at the time, you know, and, you know, there's all these kind of mm. cold cases, these these old cases where people were getting away with it. And mm. we just kind of go, well, who, who's the biggest, you know? Well, God, if God impregnated someone and da, da, da. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just trying to compare again, because in 2012, I got into quite a bit of trouble with my show oh, yeah. um, on TV because I had done, and it's funny, it's just, it's just a religious thing, mm-hmm. right? unintentional. Yours was intentional oh, yeah. and funny. Yeah, Mine was unintentional and funny in a kind of a wasn't was, that wasn't part of the main part of the humour. Okay. So my one was um, Katie Taylor had just won gold in Olympic boxing, and my fake news report suggested Ireland has gone mad for boxing. Everybody is boxing. So there was like all these old ladies and stuff knocking each other's brains out on the side of the street with old, with the old lads kind of being the referee, you know. Uh, there were kids just everywhere training to be boxing. Everywhere was turned into a boxing ring. Even the lad who got to, to communion in hospital, right, he had his gum shields in and he'd, sp- <laughs> he'd spit them out into the bucket before he'd take the communion. And this was the last straw. Right. I had... Um, I had... Uh, stained the Eucharist. Okay. <laughs> by a man about to spitting spitting into the bucket before he that, takes. That was their only problem. Though. That, that was it. Okay. They, they went fucking nuts. Mm, that's uh, because crazy. I had I had completely sacrileged the the wow. Eucharist. Right. So yeah. you know, the moment before you take the bread, yeah. I'd spat into the bucket. Yeah. And of, of course, that's you, you know what that it was. was it. It was, it, a, th- it was a boxing joke. Oh, sacred ground. No, it was a boxing joke. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. A religious joke. That's like so when we when we done that, uh, we kind of knew that the 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 mother and baby the 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 Holmes report was coming out that week anyway. You know, so uh, they were all you know giving out all no they were all giving out they're all. They, they, they seem to forget that the following week, you know, when when, when that happened, the next week, the 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 oh, they weren't tweeting about that, you know. Wait, where's your, where's your, uh, you know, your anger on the report? Oh you know? yeah, but course, it, was, yeah. it was just odd to yeah. me that you know they give out about something that's obviously satire, and then there was no mention from any of the people that were giving out about the the awful report that came out, you know, on the homes. And yeah. Stuff. So, it's, it's, but there are there <clears> seem to be a couple of p- predictable. Uh, button pushing um, things that, that 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 activate people. So, for example, the Catholic Church and Jesus in mm. Ireland, right? Yeah. I remember once I did another sketch where Enda Kenny was 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 they were, they were speaking of him as being too much of a dictator within the party that he wasn't tolerating any um, in, internal um, uh, pushback. Okay. So that everybody was to get on message or, or else you're out the door, right? <laughs> so I did a little sketch with him on TV with a little kind of a yoke on his arm okay. going around the place cracking the whip and that he made an internal political video going our noble leader is here and it's very much in the style of Hitler in the oh, 1930s wow. with the black and white <laughs> and didn't all the papers go fascism fascism because this is pushing the button of fascism blue shirts B- yeah. blue shirts of course and of mm. course it's natural with mm. the blue shirts yeah. uh, back to their origins yeah, you know yeah. and um, but look oh no fascism yeah. fascism are you saying they're fascist yeah. Are you saying they're fascist? <laughs> no, I'm not saying they're fascist. I'm just having a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you like, know, it's your a man joke. is half the journalists in Ireland are talking about Kenny's crackdown on the party within. Yeah, mm, I went blue shirts crackdown. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a little po- black and white video. How did you come up with it? How did I come up with what? that? I remember I did a sketch. In 2012, again, which was, again, reality TV was so big. Mm-hmm. And I did um, a thing called Eviction Live whereby a really pretty girl is live, we're live at the house yeah. and AIB are just about to evict oh, excellent. Uh, Colm and wife That's from brilliant. the husband. And um, everybody's outside the door. 
banks like the big brother the has yeah kind of. everybody's outside the door the banks the solicitor oh, that's the local uh, uh, teacher and she's there and she's there it's only 10 seconds and then they come out and they come out with their their um, their cases and everything where are you going to go next I haven't a clue oh, uh, we've wow. been kicked out of the house well listen here are your best bits Oh, and wow. we have like a video of the last 20 years of them in their house That's in, in one minute. Where is that of, online, is it? Yeah, um, no, it's not online. Uh. And my point is that like, I remember going to Ian when we, we were talking about it and going, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like that is so good. fairly dark. <laughs> it's great. Fairly dark. And yeah. especially if you looked at the sketch before that, which was so stupid and silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then you go dark uh-huh. and, you know, no, no, no response to it. But you get a response to that Katie Taylor thing. That's oh, you nice. said fascist. Yeah. Do you understand? That, that's so, like, so people are looking at the wrong targets. Yeah, yeah. You know, like um, I was just saying it earlier. You know, oh, how do, do you do? You not do stuff on. Um I was talking to Joe there from uh, Darren and Joe. Do you would you do you do stuff in the guys and stuff? And how do you find that as there? It just gets killed. Like Facebook literally stops you uh, posting anything okay. on Gaza, Israel, Saudi on Saudi Arabia and they will unpublish our articles uh, so we used to have this thing called instant uh, articles and uh, they it was true Facebook so it would stop people leaving Facebook and going to our site because they hate people leaving Facebook so there was this kind of go between where we would publish an article but it would publish on Facebook but uh, anything we'd done on Israel anything we'd done on uh, Saudi or, or anything that went against the, the foreign policies of United States basically it would be unpublished and they would unpublish it and then they go oh can you explain to me what unpublished means so they would literally unpublish the article on, on their, Facebook on their network yeah okay. but anything anything we'd done on Israel or any anything like uh, Saudi Arabia and we've done a lot of stuff in Saudi Arabia and especially with Yemen and Syria Syria the same thing uh, unpublished unpublished they actively just shut you down you know they do and last year they told us we're not going to show any of your political content I was like what we're not going to show any political content from any news publication anymore I said why because we don't want we don't want it to it just brings makes people feel bad now they're 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 coming back around again and they're starting to open the tap so to speak and the reach mm. but they, they, they're actively since the Trump thing I suppose it was it was kind of like fake news you know they they really uh, obviously the Cambridge analytical yeah. you know all that kind of stuff really affected like publishers and I can see a lot of publishers folding next year as well because you know they're not getting the reach anymore Facebook and Meta, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram have really, really, uh, you know, turned off the tap as far as the reach is concerned for for news and you know, uh, and, and that's kind of, you know, political at all. They will shoot down. In relation to TV, you could say radio as well, but mm. say in relation to TV and people wanting and asking you for stuff for TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you say, and and, and for I'll paraphrase you here. Well, they say they want biting satire, yeah. but then when you give it to them, they say it's too edgy. Yeah. Just go a bit deeper into that. So we, we would get a lot of that with the brand stuff. So say a brand uh, would come along and go, oh God, we love what you do. We love mm. what you do. Um, yeah, the client really want, loves your stuff. Like we did it. So out. we we would we'd send them on um, mm. uh, concepts and then we'd have bullet points, whatever the video yeah. is or the article is. Uh, oh yeah, can we get that done? So you do up the script, you yeah. send off the script and then uh, they come back with all the, and basically, can you take out all the, and it's usually all the funny stuff. Yes. And and you get that, and you're like, ah, right. And and, and then you you have to push back, and you have to go, look, listen, this is the tone. We we have to stick to uh, my my main thing with whispers is we have to stick with the tone of the site. Correct. If you take the tone away, it's it's gone. You've the readers, you've emasculated yourself. Yeah, basically. and they'll know you're selling it. Yeah, exactly. 
And they'll say they'll, oh, they'll get a whiff of it, and then it's like I did it again. Sorry for the overlaps. No, go on, please. Because it's yeah. it's very similar. Sometimes some mm-hmm. of the th- some of the encounters yeah. we may have had, <laughs> probably um, the same people. Yeah, like <laughs> there was a bunch, right? And there were there were a bunch of it was a bunch of chartered accountants, and um, I mean they were they were like it was the national, I think the national um, uh, society, mm-hmm. and it was uh, their Christmas lunch, and um, who do we want? Well, it's Mario because love does a bit of political satire and stuff and all that, and then. I was asked um, I was told um, it was budget coming up around the budget I was just after the budget and they went listen it's just after the budget and Michael Noonan is in the front table so try not to mention the budget or Michael Noonan (laughs) and I'm there but that's my entire hour 45 minutes wow God. Do you understand? Yeah. So this is exactly the same thing. What, yeah, what else do you think I talk about? Don't want to upset him. <laughs> what else do you think I talk about? And and, and furthermore, yeah. Noonan, who would have, you know, with great respect to him, would have yeah. a neck like a jockey's bollocks. He wouldn't give a shit. Wouldn't give a shit. And yeah. would expect it. Yeah. And yeah. would be laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. going, I've heard better before, but anyway, he's doing a good job. <laughs> and uh, laying to me there, you know. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. So um, yeah. you're expected to do it. Why would you be hiring me otherwise? Yeah. Why would you be hiring Waterford Whispers otherwise? Exactly. And there's, I suppose... With working with brands, we'd have to go through agencies and there's middle agencies, media buyers, and basically the, there's a brand there. <clears throat> then there's like three different middle people. Mm. And they're, most of them, God love them, they're, they're out, out of college or they're you know, in the mid-twenties, late-twenties. And sometimes a lot of people don't really get satire as well. So it's it's you're trying to sell something that they don't understand and then expect them then to go up the up the ladder. And then so there's a bit of that, you know. Uh, so it's always nice to cut out the middleman, you know. Mm. But yeah. here's, a, here's an interesting <clears throat> observation for you Colin mm. um, I, I know this is going to be slightly time sensitive now because but we, it won't matter because uh, mm. it's still it's still it still pertains mm. um, today um, uh, Suella Braverman oh, yeah. was fired sacked by Rishi Sunak mm-hmm. um, as Home Secretary and believe it or not David Cameron but like Bobby in the shower in Dallas <laughs> walks straight back from the middle of nowhere yeah. and is now Foreign Secretary now as many people have turned around to me over the years in various different accents have said, Mario boy, you couldn't write it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, yeah. you couldn't write it. No. And does that ever go through your head, the fact that you could be, like, I was looking at another one there and it was like, Nigel Farage to go into I'm a Celebrity. Uh, yeah. And you're going, that would have been a Waterford Whispers headline yeah. three years ago. Yeah, this is the thing. The, things just seem to be getting... Like you can, as in you can't write it like you know last year was your man Hancock like the guy who was yeah. who was responsible for really just poor response to the COVID thing and yeah. thousands of people dying yeah. and so uh, just being a liar uh, and, and uh, subsequently emerged actually that they all loved he, he, he wanted to be um, he wanted to be responsible for who died and who lived yeah 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 He's in, like, in COVID the, yeah he asked to be responsible for this I want to I want to be personally asked who dies and who lives unreal unreal yeah. but anyway so he goes into the jungle but he that go- would have been a Waterford Whispers yeah. thing five years ago yeah same I, I think since Trump I think uh, yeah. we did a story Trump broke the thing didn't he I, I did a story 2016 and uh, it's basically going sorry we're after uh, sending us into a parallel dimension and I think that's real <laughs> because since 2016 just things just seem to be going right is this reality how is it just everything's just since Trump's been elected the world has just gone off in this tangent and it's just like you you can't write it, you know, as you yeah. say. Yeah, it's just gone weird. Although you do. Yeah, we'll, so we'll try. You, we I try and keep up now. You yeah. almost have to up the ante yeah. further yeah. in a way. There's one other uh, sort of concept that's, that's, that's gone through my mind, particularly since Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I think you were right to identify Donald Trump as a kind of a pivot point. Mm-hmm. And about every so often, um, 
every so often during the last six years or four years between between 16 and 20, I, I used to go into meetings and I'd go, I, I've lost the, the I've lost the will to do Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, well, well, so tell us about that. Um, well, I, I, I didn't want to do him. I felt so, uh, I felt so moved and upset mm-hmm. and worried and, and, and anger, angered by not only him, but the kind of people who Follow. were, fo- were following him. Yeah. That I felt imminent jeopardy. Why, why give him hair? Also, I felt yeah. imminent jeopardy. I felt this yeah. is, 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 is giving a kind of a, a air to a, an extremely dangerous, toxic yeah. f- finger on the button nuclear. Mm-hmm. And what I was saying was, I almost don't feel like making him part of this funny club. Yeah. Now, what no, I meant by yeah. that was, You're right, when Jeff. you satirise somebody, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily take them down. Yeah. A lot of people would argue satire doesn't do that at all. Yeah. What well. it does is it can show a certain <clears throat> truth. Mm-hmm. But like when you're divided into a world where uh, 50% of the people will see that truth anyway yeah. and the other 50% will refuse to believe that truth. Yeah, yeah. Then all you are is for your believers, you're bringing this guy into this funny club. Yeah. And by bringing him into your funny club, you're gentlifying him. Adding him, him. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're taming him. We've done the same. We done and I'm worried about that because it's almost like I don't want to fucking make you, him part of that. Yeah, we've done the same. Probably at the same time too. Um, I just said, we're not doing Trump articles anymore. I just, unless, unless it's fucking good, lads, yeah. we're not doing it. And Did it you? has to be really good. And it has to not make him look like uh, the big clown. Funny you know? Trump, yeah. Yeah. I know. See, SNL, Right, who? They, like, yeah, they, 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 SNL do the whole. Isn't Trump hilarious? Yeah, and and actually, not only do, do they say, "Isn't Trump a funny clown?" Mm-hmm. His Trump character makes the others look like more idiots. Yeah, because he's he's um kind of in command. Yeah, he's yeah. the clown in command, yeah. but he's like the winning clown. Yeah, it's, it's like it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre and it's so, it's it so true. It's a difficult, difficult one to deal with. It is, yeah. You're a satirist and, and, and things and like he is the chief, if you like, target in the world. Yeah. And yet your thing is there, I think we should stay away from He's this like guy. Tef- He's too dangerous. It's like Teflon kind yeah. of, you know. It's like because Teflon it's, it's Don. feeding him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it is, and it, is that part of the tactic as well then? Is that a, the philosophy of his politics that, you know, it, it make him so bizarre and so outlandish and wild that, you know, how can you top it? You know, and is that, it was that part of the whole the whole ruse like I don't know it's weird I mean I don't know if it's all part of the ruse because there's nothing that a wannabe totalitarian hates more than being laughed at yeah yeah nothing yeah, but although he does I mean you've seen him at the roasts and stuff and you, you know he, he seems like he can take a no. fucking no no that's an affectionate roast oh, he hired the roasters did he hire I remember reading about Kathy Griffin going I got a phone call from Donald Trump he says will you come on and roast me I said no he said how about if I pay you this Oh. I said, okay, you yeah. need to pay the rent. He's being roasted by people who are paying him. All right, okay. And they all yeah. roasted him about the same things. Thing, yeah, you know, yeah. your stupid orange Just, hair, your big, you yeah. know, your, 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 you know, you could talk anybody into anything by Noth- conning them. Nothing about the allegations of rape or whatever. No, and nothing yeah, about yeah, being yeah. a dictator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just being an awful just being, Yeah, just being a kind of, uh, you know, thing, you know so, I mean, that's... That's that's that's. I was wondering how you'd feel about that. Yeah, no, so we, we it, literally went through the same thing. Then it's like, uh, 
like I, I remember having this conversation just going guys I can't we just I was just so sick of him at that stage and too. I'm sorry I felt the same about Boris <laughs> yeah and it's this whole thing it's just it's, it's so easy yeah, yeah and then yeah. you're there it's so easy and, and he's yet, just copying him he's like, just him yeah he's basically going oh no that worked for Donald so yeah, you know it's, but this guy was this this guy was just a pro- congenital liar. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And by making him part of this phenomenon, yeah, yeah. you're kind of going, oh, I love your Trump, Mario, or I love your Boris. Yeah. I'm going, I don't want you to love Boris. <laughs> I want you to hate him. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm yeah. kind of not, I kind of feel if I'm failing then, you know? It's, yeah, it's yeah. Hard. It's such a hard, hard thing to do. It's hard to, you know, as I said, it's like I wouldn't take any of the articles unless they were really... Yeah. You know, sticking the knife in, like you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the things you've you've made a, a bit of a success over uh, is somebody who is part of a satire on your show uh, or on Waterford Whispers website and on some of the videos that you release, which of course addresses one of the, if not the key issue in Ireland today, mm-hmm. which is which is our housing problem. Oh yes, and um, and this fella is Lord Badbody. That's him, and uh, so he is a ostensibly a piss take of a a he's a tenant lamb he's a t- landlord. Yep, but he's also kind of a landlord representative, isn't he? He's, he's, he's spokesperson. He's head of the Irish Landlord League, so he's <laughs> a chairman. He's the chairman of the league, and uh, he's quite wealthy, and you know, obviously uh, very. Uh, upper class so uh, yeah corporate landlord hates plebs you know loves money and uh, yeah. yeah and it's very Jonathan Swiftian in the Thank sense you. that it's just straight down the, the bullet satire Jeez. like it's just so here's a, here's a clip of, uh, of Lord Bad Body just want to drop you a little uh, video here I found this charming little uh, cottage uh, for sale in, in Dublin in Dorky small one bed cottage but uh, just just look at this it's it's an absolute bargain original St Bridget's cross there as well now that was actually handcrafted by St Bridget herself uh, that fire has been going since uh, uh, the late 1800s so you will have to maintain that and there's your bedroom look at that gorgeous bedroom yeah, you can see the washing up machine there in the mirror so uh, probably I wouldn't have that on at night it would keep you awake now it is a bare F now that's quite cold that's that's literally F stands for freezing if you don't work at home you will have to have someone lighten that fire all day it's such a beautiful location um, and a reasonable price it's only coming in at 1.2 million which is peanuts when you think about it uh, but look it's so cute it's so cute you can't you can't put a price on cuteness uh, energy performance 439 kilowatts uh, to, to, to run this yearly which is which which equates to about 4 million euros so at 1.2 million this one bed is perfect for any young professional looking to start out in the property market and put themselves into a lifetime of that. <laughs> <laughs> and perfectly, the perfect use of the uplifting motivational music, yeah. striving music, music that to... says to you, we're going places here. <laughs> yeah, you're going nowhere. I know. That, that, that cottage. Of, it's kind oh, of uplifting. That cottage is... And of course, like, like yeah. all, 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 a, lot of, a lot of satire, good, bad, or indifferent, it, mm. it's, it's practically true. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? sadly true. Yeah, it's like property uh, in, in Tremor. I, I live in Tremor mm. a long time. Oh, uh, I loved it. Great memories of Tremor. It's a lovely place, uh, but the, the properties after doubling in I in literally six years. There's like there was apartments there for eighty grand. They're now going for two eighty. 
that and these are holiday homes. It's just crazy. And you can you can just see there's people going into mortgages now and like how many how many times has the rates been upped in the last year? It's like four or five times and you know, the I, I think <laughs> I don't know, I don't it doesn't look good. You know. Do you do you walk the beach yet in tomorrow? All the time. Yeah. I, I walk twice a day. Magic I, beach, I love isn't walk. It? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I walk down the beach and I go around the Guillemine and you know, around the coast road a lot too. Yeah. I'm always walking. Yeah. A lot of summers <clears> I spent out in a caravan in, in Tremor. Fitzmaurice is probably yeah, there, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good spot. I did, yeah. yeah. Little caravan and, and and Jesus, I could still taste those fish and chips. Oh probably Dooley's, was it? Yeah. Uh, probably Dooley's, yeah. yeah. And um this going down the the sacks on those uh, long oh, things. Oh yeah, Remember, the straws. You get into a sack. The hurdy helter skelter. You get into a sack and you go down That's the it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the the. The hurdy gurdies are still there. lovely. Yeah, and the Kentucky they're... Derby. Yeah, yeah. Throwing the balls into the holes. <laughs> <laughs> into the hole. Into the hole, Tony boy. <laughs> Get in the hole. What? Um, it's been a real pleasure talking to you and and meeting up with you and sharing and, and just comparing even notes. And interesting that we, we have a, a little bit of crossover on some of those feelings. Yes. Um, so this year, the Waterford Whispers... Uh, annual comes out. Is this your tenth annual? This is our tenth, uh, tenth book. Yeah, yeah. tenth annual. Uh, and the tenth annual is. It, does that feature a a kind of a collage or a montage or a collection of stuff you've done through the year, or how much new material do you do? So it's about sixty percent uh, the stuff we've done through the year. Forty yeah, percent new material. And forty percent new material. So Very it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's a nice. There's a lot nice of bonus mix. balls in there for people. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes yeah. a great gift as well. It's it? it's a great stock and filler. It it's, is. A, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, How it much sells. does it retail at, Lord? Back oh God, it could anywhere between I think it's seventeen ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine. Oh, great. I, I think it depends if you there's deals in Easons, there's deals online in Bookstation, and then there's plenty of deals out there for it. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Thank well, you. My thanks to Colin Williamson and my thanks to you all this year for listening. Um, get in touch. It's mariorosenstock at gmail.com and I read them all. Um, our podcast continues through the holiday season with best ofs and best of comedy sketches. Stay tuned. Listener.